Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with Tam, Renee, and my man Kenny. It is the Fabulous Three again for another episode. How are you guys doing? I'm doing most excellent. What's up with you, Kenny? Yo, doing good. Pretty nice weather out here, actually. Even though we are still in this pandemic, the weather's been pretty nice. I stepped on my balcony the other day. It's actually kind of, or today, it was kind of cool. But yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Got a display case built, so I'm pretty happy. Got all my cars in there. So I'm cool. How about y'all? Okay, look at Kenny adulting, stepping out on this balcony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a balcony, Kenny. I live in a house, but I don't have a balcony. But I have a backyard, if that makes any See, I'm trying difference. to get to there. That's the next step. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to build a gym in my backyard. That's what I keep saying. I say I've been saying that for like two months. But I am because I'm never going back to the gym. Not this year. And speaking yeah. of the gym, 24-Hour Fitness, they filed bankruptcy. So they can just stop automatically charging my card. Look, <laughs> I actually did not know that. I thought I had heard about that, but I wasn't sure how, uh, I wasn't sure if it was true or not. Yeah. My goal was to upgrade and go to Equinox. But, you know, I go to 24-Hour Fitness. I actually go there because I, I like the people at the gym. Like, I've been going to the same gym for a decade. And I know everybody there. But I won't be seeing them other than on Facebook. <laughs> In any event, that was really random. Renee, what's up with you? How's your weekend? How was your weekend? And what's going on with you? Oh, well, you know, my weekend was pretty laid back. And I know when I say laid back, that's usually like, I don't know. I'm not sure what the perception when I say laid back, what people actually really think. Like, was it really laid back? Because my idea of laid back is still partying. <laughs> It was actually laid back in the sense of uh, I went to go uh, spend the weekend at a at a friend's house uh, that lives out in Long Beach, and a couple of a couple of us just got together and hung out there, and we went bike riding from her place down to I guess uh, there, there's a street down there that there's a bunch of bars that are open, and we rode bikes down there by the beach and uh, parked our bikes, and we just kind of went bar hopping a little bit, and we did that for a couple of days and. Then just went right back to her apartment and just kind of hung out. Just watched. We were watching these rave sets on online, you know, th that they were having. And it was really honestly just a laid back uh, weekend. And uh, I stayed over there for two days and came came back home yesterday. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it, it sounds kind of boring to me, but that's probably a lot more than I think most people probably did. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hello. So I'm yeah. going to say two things to what Renee just said. For those who don't know, Long Beach is, as the name, it's a beach town. And it's actually a pretty cool beach town. And it's not in L.A. County, but it's like the next county over. I, right. Wait, actually, no, Long Beach is L.A. County. Oh, is it L.A. County? I didn't realize I that. I think it is. I just thought about that. I think it's still Los Angeles County because oh, okay. the next county over is actually Orange County. So, yeah, Long Beach is not Orange County. I think it is still L.A. County. Oh, but nonetheless, okay. it's one of the coolest cities. It's sketchy on one block. It's everything you can imagine. It's all kind of different races, cultures, everything you can imagine lives in Long Beach. It's just a unique city. 
one thing that they do that's pretty cool in Long Beach is they ride the hell out of some bikes. Like that is <laughs> crazy because they, how can I say it? When I worked at Hilton corporate office, I worked with a guy who lived, I actually worked with a couple of people who lived in Long Beach and they would drive into the city for work. And the guy whose cube was next to mine, he used to tell me how he would get pulled over for drinking and driving. And I was like, and you are still driving? He was like, no, on my bike. (laughs) I said, well, how does this happen? He said, because you're driving your bike and you look a little, you know, erratic. The coppers who are also on bikes will pull you over. But one of the things that they do in Long Beach is bar hop on their bikes. That's pretty cool. I'm glad you got a chance to experience that. The other thing I wanted to say. I'll let you finish because I think I know what you're going to say, but I'll let you go ahead and finish. No, you have no idea what I'm about to say. (laughs) I think I did. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So the other thing I was going to say is Renee clearly is not practicing social distancing. Yeah. (laughs) Hold up. What I was going to say is you better understand the Rona got your boy. Ezekiel Elliott. So yeah, you gotta be careful out that. there. Just like how you having a party with your little friends and all that. That's how it probably got him. <laughs> but <laughs> Zeke does have it, right? That is a, a true statement, right? Zeke I, I and somebody else on the Dallas Cowboys has it. Yeah, thanks. Now this just brings up another quick question and then I I, I know we'll, we'll move on to some NASCAR talk, but this goes back to like what me and some friends were talking about and the sports coming back and then things like this happen. God, it, it makes it very difficult, I would imagine, for any sport, whether it was the NFL or NASCAR or baseball or whatever, to try to come back, right? I mean, it, it would have to be a, a huge issue of how athletes will contract it, correct? I don't know, because clearly NASCAR, shoot, they just announced that they're about to do the All-Star Week in Bristol instead of Charlotte this year, and they're allowing 30,000 fans, so... I don't know what to say about that other than I won't be there. That's all I'll say to that. Yeah. Okay. On that note, let's jump into some real NASCAR talk. I'll start with the recap from Miami. Top 10 included your boy, Denny Hamlin. Not only did Denny start from the pole position, he took out stage one, took down stage two, and took home the trophy. Because he did the damn thing. I mean, it was some other drivers who was in the mix who led some laps, but then he dominated that race. Chase Elliott came in second. Ryan Blaney, who also ran pretty well. He's been running pretty well the last couple of races. He came in third. Your boy Tyler Reddick. Shout out to Tyler Reddick. He came in fourth. Eric Amarola came in fifth. And I'm just going to repeat what I said last week. Has he said anything about what's going on? nothing so far not as far as i'm concerned yeah and you guys know what i'm talking about if you don't listen to the episode prior to this one where i asked the question why hasn't eric amarola said anything ah okay i remember that yes yeah kyle bush came in six austin dillon seventh christopher bell eighth william byron ninth and brad kozlowski tenth notables bubba wallace P13, and he's a notable for so many reasons, but mainly because he ran the Black Lives Matter car, our paint scheme. And of course, he's been in the news every single day since NASCAR decided to ban the Confederate flag, which came on the heels of him saying that he wanted the Confederate flag banned. 
And Jimmy Johnson came in 16th. And Jimmy, I think, will be a notable for the rest of the year, or at least until he wins the race. That is the top 10 from Miami. Some things went down in Miami. I know there was some blocking. Actually, because I know you guys want to know, I did not take a nap. (laughs) But, (laughs) well, this is important stuff. People want to know, did Tam take a nap? Or maybe I'm putting too much extra on it. But I did not take a nap. But all them damn rain delays, I found myself, I had been binge watching this show on Netflix called Glitch, where people came back from the dead. Yeah, I like all those kind of shows. And I was, the episodes was long. So I was like, well, I'm just going to watch this episode. And then I would go back to the race and then... They came out of the the weather delay and ran a couple of laps and went back. So <laughs> I kept missing everything. So I think I finally, when they came back for good for the rest of the race, I was able to see the race. So no naps, but I definitely missed, I believe it was the first 26 laps or something like that. Yeah, but just, just yeah. about that. It's crazy because it didn't even rain. That's the crazy part. We got more lightning. Yeah, lightning. <laughs> we got more of that than anything. Like, and if the problem is, is once it strikes, the 30 minute clock has to reset. So it was sunny, but you could see the rain way, way, way back behind turn three, but it just missed the racetrack or as Daryl Waltrip would refer to it as the vortex theory. I know I missed those first laps because the 30 minutes, I guess I was getting there right when they were like, okay, we're going to go on this weather delay. And I was like, wait, what happened? Yeah. So that was pretty much it. What else happened during Miami? Oh, Tyler Reddick. I don't know what happened with him, but he definitely slowed the hell down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was weird. Yeah, he had a moment. (laughs) Again, these moments don't happen like super often where a driver can't hear he couldn't hear a spotter. He couldn't hear his crew chief. He couldn't hear anybody. But the video, if you go on NASCAR.com, they got him like yelling at him saying, hey, look, you still got one more lap to go. And this has happened once before, but it cost somebody a victory, actually. Mark Martin, yeah. back in the 90s at Bristol, he thought that the race was over during a caution because he thought they took the checkered flag. But by mistake, he went down pit road on the last lap and lost the race just because he had no idea. <laughs> He said that's one of his worst moments he's ever had in his career. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen, honestly. That's fantastic that he still came out in fourth and he had that miscue, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, shout out to Mark Martin. We posted this on Twitter. Somebody tweeted us, because I, I posted on our Twitter account, like, okay, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact tweet, but it was something to the effect of, it's time for Denny Hamlin to get that chip. It's time for him to win the championship. And somebody was like, is he the Mark Martin of our generation? And I promptly responded and was like, don't put that on Denny. Because Denny, as you guys know, has won. When in Miami was his 40th race. And Mark Martin, I believe, has won 43 races or something like that. But with all that being said, Mark Martin, we love him. There's If you are a NASCAR fan and you dislike Mark Martin, something's wrong. Nobody dislikes that guy. And he's probably one of the best drivers to not win a championship. And I don't want to put that on Denny. I truly, I thought last year was going to be Denny's year, but I'm banking on this year being Denny's year. 
Yeah, I, I know what you mean. You don't want to put that on Denny necessarily to be our generation's Mark Martin, even though currently, if you compare things, yeah, it's it's pretty much damn near close to it at the moment. But I hope that's not the case because he definitely came close to winning a championship once again. So maybe maybe this year could be it. I know Tam, you picked him last year, but um, yeah, we shall we shall see. But just moving forward this weekend, I'm pretty sure most of you guys watched along. The entire weekend, we had a double header for Xfinity. I thought both races were really, really, really good with Harrison Burton and Chase Briscoe taking home a win. One on Harrison on Saturday and Chase on, on Sunday. I thought it was a really good show. I mean, I just think that the Xfinity series currently has the best suited package for a half mile track. I, I just think so flat out. There's like no, denying that they don't have a, a better package than what we got, you know, currently in cup. Cause I mean, those guys were going at it the entire time. Like I know we had guys run up against the wall, but the problem with how things are now in Xfinity, you can catch a guy, you have a chance to actually catch him, which was Chase's problem to some degree, not including what happened with him and Logano, but you have a chance to actually come, you can actually have a chance to come back and chase after whoever's in first place and you have options whether you want to run the middle the, the bottom or the very very high lane it's possible to do that but it's kind of hard to do that in cups so honestly i gotta say the two xfinity races were probably the two best races of the weekend then a cup and then truck that's just what i'm thinking well you guys know my position i rarely watch xfinity races i definitely never watch truck races I did try to watch the Xfinity race because of Dale Jr., but it didn't last. I don't know what it is with me. I just love cup racing. To me, I've said this before. If you are new to the podcast, you're probably about to cringe at what I'm about to say. But to me, watching (laughs) a truck race is like watching the NBA G League, or is it the D League? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, it really could just be the F League as far uh, as I'm concerned. Uh, but uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I know you're cringing. You're like, what the hell? And yeah, I'm a true NASCAR fan, but I just don't get down with trucks. And, you know, Xfinity races, I watch them here and there. I think more so I watch them just to keep up so I know what's going on with the up and coming drivers. But for the most part, the highlights are do me just fine. And Speaking of Dale Jr., Dale was in the headlines actually before he ran the Xfinity race, but I know he was doing an interview and I think was it with Bob Pockers? I'm not quite sure. I don't remember who it was, but he was talking about what he would be doing if he got the call that he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And Renee, I know Dale Jr. is your guy. Was it uh, something else happened this week? Yeah, he was saying that he's still not sure if that he doesn't want to race or that he doesn't still want to race. I think that's still up in his mind. And he's just like any athlete who steps down from their particular sport and they just can't get rid of that drive, that, that, that motivation that still burns inside them, that, that they still want to play. I, I, and I know it's NASCAR, but it's still a competitive issue that these guys, you know, have. And it's, it's that competitiveness that they miss and, the, and the getting out there and the racing and, I, that's got to be difficult for, for any athlete, I would imagine. Look at all the sports that we watch or that, that anybody watches. And uh, any of these guys that try to step down, it's hard to get rid of that that drive. I think it o- will always burn inside of them. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's pretty difficult. Yep. 
Sometimes you got to just hang it up. But I also know sometimes you don't want to and it's still in you. But with Dell's situation, it's a medical thing. That's true. I would think he would just hang it up. But that's just me. What else is going on in NASCAR? Are we done talking about the flag? Or no, actually, we did talk about the flag. So if you've been hiding under a rock and don't know NASCAR banned the Confederate flag, and of course, people are upset. It should be interesting, though, to see. As we mentioned earlier, NASCAR announced that the All-Star race is going to be in Bristol. Bristol, according to Kenny, because we had this talk offline, the attendance at Bristol, Bristol holds, what, 60,000 or so? 168,000, I think, is the number. Uh, I don't know, because I, I was in disbelief. Like, I've been to Bristol. I, it, Bristol looks small to me, but I don't know, because I've never been in the stands at Bristol. Of course, I've only been in the infield, so I'm not quite sure what the hell is going on. But with that being said, they're going to allow 30,000 people. That's three zero 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 in the stands i don't know how that's gonna play out with the rona but kenny and i were talking about whether or not people will actually protest and not come i feel as if last year's attendance or the last race the attendance was right at sixty thousand. i think if you allow thirty thousand people in the stand you may get all thirty thousand kenny what do you think you think it's gonna be 30,000? What's your guesstimate? I think you might get you might get to that 30,000 threshold. My guess is going to be between like 20, I'm going to say about 20 to 25. That's going to be my my threshold and my guess. I mean, I'm still excited regardless for Bristol being the all-star race because everybody and their mother has probably been asking for a change. Let's switch it up from Charlotte. Let's do something different. Well, we damn sure got different and we got one of the best places possible to do it. So we'll see how it goes and we'll see how fans uh, actually come out and attend to it. I have a few people in my timeline that said they want to actually go. Well, hopefully this is a start of something new. I think that the All-Star race, just like the NBA All-Star, the NFL, Super Bowl, everything rotates. Why should NASCAR rotate? So hopefully this is the start of something with NASCAR picking a new city each year for the All-Star race. And I also think that NASCAR should rotate the season finale race, but that's just me. I'm with you on the All-Star race. I don't know about the championship, but I'm with you on the All-Star race. All I know is that I won't be in attendance, so (laughs) good luck. Yeah. The Rona is chasing people. I don't feel like running, so I'm staying home. (laughs) I think attendance is going to be, depending on one, probably people still worried about the coronavirus itself, and then probably people who don't want to go because of this whole Confederate flag issue. So I'm hoping that they get a good, decent amount of uh, attendance either way. But yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty interesting to see what uh, what the final count is. Well, good luck for all those who decide to go to Bristol, baby. Yeah. Okay, I think that's about it. We can head into some predictions. Unless I'm missing something. I, oh, wait. I know. Didn't that football player attend the race? Oh, uh, it was uh, Kamara, right? Yep, sure did. Yeah. Like, he had a good time. Yeah. yeah like, he had a real fun time. He had been, he's been interacting a ton this weekend. Or, I mean, even on Wednesday during, during the Martinsville race, which is kind of cool. I'm glad to see a variety of people being interested into the sport now because of what's, you know, what's transpired in the last week. 
But it looked like he had a lot of fun. Absolutely. It would just be so much better if it was more people there and all of us there to embrace him. But you know what? We'll be back to normal or something similar to normal, hopefully by next year. I won't be at a race the rest of the year. At least I don't think so unless something changes between now and Phoenix. But yeah, good luck. Okay, so on that note, we are headed to one of my favorite tracks on the circuit. You know, I love me some super speedways. We are headed to Dega, as in Talladega, in that place called Alabama, baby. Alabama. Tega. Alabama. Yeah. All right, well. Oh, this was the year I was going to go to Talladega because I skipped last year, which was weird because I've been to Talladega like every year for a few years straight, but. That's how it goes. I won't be there again this year. It's all right with me. (laughs) So on that note, it is time for some predictions. My voice was a little off. How about it's time for some predictions. It's time for race predictions. Renee, who you got? All right, Dega, it is. So let's do it. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna go with this driver. He's having a little bit of a, a not so kind of his year, but uh, I think this is where he gets. Uh, he starts and gets it back back on track. I'm gonna go with number eighteen. I'm gonna go with Kyle Busch. I'm feeling the Kyle Busch coming out party here at Dega. I'm gonna go with him as my winner and as my alternate. Gosh, I really want to go with Denny Hamlin again, but uh, I'm not gonna go there. I'm gonna go with a little bit out of the way. I'm gonna go with Chase Elliott. I really want to go with Danny Hamlin, but I'm not, not, I'm, I'm going to stick with Chase Elliott. So I'm going to go with Kyle Busch as my winner. My alternative pick, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Those are my picks and I'm sticking with them. What do you say, Kenny? All right. All right. We're going to Talladega. I'm pretty excited. 2.66 mile, big, bad ass racetrack. So obviously this weekend is typically wild card. So for me, I'm actually going to take a rookie. I'm going to take Tyler Reddick as my main pick. And for my alternative pick, I'm actually going to go with a previous winner there. I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney. So those are my picks. What say you, Miss Tam? Okay, so my predictions for Talladega. I'm going to keep it real easy and give it to you super simple. All right, did I reverse that? You guys know what I'm saying. My pick to win Dega is going to be Chase Elliott. And my alternative pick is Brad Keselowski. Ooh, and those are your picks? Tam is Brad Keselowski. Man, I almost went with that guy. Don't ask me why. I almost went with Keselowski, Tam. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, those are her picks. Those are my picks. Those are Kenny's picks. What say you, fans? Let us know what your picks are. Hit us up on our social media across the board. Like Tam always says, at turns, no breaks. It's at turns, no breaks. Let us know who you think the winner is going to be. Let us know your alternative pick. We always appreciate your uh, support listening to our podcast. Please uh, continue to support our podcast. Please continue to support each other and doing the right thing and treating each other with respect. Thank you so much. And once again, we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns No Breaks. See y'all. Be safe. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 